Oh, we don't have to have video on, LOL. Not, is not necessary. Okay, sorry, I have my notes, I'm ready. Nick, you're in charge, right? Mm -hmm. You're doing the hosting gig two times in one day. Look at you go. Bing, bang, bong, sing, sing, song, ding, dang, dong. Yeah. UK, hun, are you? UK, hun? All right, welcome back to Escaping Reality, the podcast where friends deep dive into different reality competition shows every single week. We are currently watching RuPaul's Drag Race UK season three, and we are on episode four, B-D-E, Big Drag Energy. Yes, we are here. We have made it to episode four. We are at the song episode, the best episode of every season of Drag Race. Nick's literal favorite forever and always. Always and forever. Here we are. We made it. But before we get into this specific episode, let's talk about last week's episode, shall we? Okay, if you want. I'm okay. ready. What off. happened last week? Last week, we had a, another ball, the second ball of the season, where the queens went to the great outdoors. They had to create their own outfits from camping gear, but also present on the runway a cute outdoorsy look as well. Scarlet Harlot rose to the top and won last week's challenge. Well, unfortunately, we saw Vanity Milan and Veronica Green in the bottom two, lip syncing to I Got the Music in Me by the Kiki D Band. And unfortunately, our returning queen from season two, Veronica Green, sashayed away. But she wasn't alone. We also learned that, unfortunately, Victoria Scon could not continue in the competition due to her knee injury she received in episode one, and she has also sashayed away from this season. Here we are, back in the workroom for episode four, post-elimination. Scarlet Harlot feels extremely guilty that Veronica Green has left since Veronica Green helped Scarlett in making her garment. I mean, as she maybe should a little bit. You're going to feel guilty because like she helped you. But at the end of the day, Veronica made the choice to help you, right? Right. Veronica took time out of hers to help you. She could have given you like one or two hints and left, but she kept going back to her. She helped her thread the needle multiple times on the sewing machine. Like there were things that Veronica absolutely could have skipped telling her, but she chose to spend her time with Scarlett and helping her that much. I mean, Veronica helped so many people that she couldn't even finish her own outfit. So I think, yeah, I think it's not entirely on Scarlett that Veronica didn't finish her outfit. No, like you know Scarlett I mean? didn't force her to help her. Scarlett no, was like, 100%. can anyone help me? And Veronica's like, yeah, sure. I'll help you. And then every other girl in the competition, mm -hmm. like River had the sense to be like, to say about Crystal Lake, I'm not going to help you the entire time i have my own shit to do and like that's we we talked about this last week like that's what you need to do yeah like sure help them like a little bit but like at the end of the day you need to worry about yourself this isn't a team competition this isn't a team challenge but everyone low-key seems pretty shook at veronica green leaving and i think like me and aggie were kind of shook as well yeah, I was definitely taken aback. I wasn't expecting her to be the one to go home, mainly because Vanity Milan had already been in the bottom and Veronica is such like a 
fierce competitor. She puts it all out there on the line. She just wasn't as good in the lip sync and her runway was the worst. So I think she truly just, she had a worse episode than Manny Milan. I think we said that in our last Yeah, it's like, I, I love Veronica Green and I wish I could have seen her more in the competition. But last week's episode, she was the worst and then she was the worst in the lip sync. So like, I'm upset she's gone but it made the most sense to get rid of it. Yeah, and it... But you know what didn't make sense to me? You know what doesn't make sense to me? These queens coming into the workroom and being like, hey, I know you were to the bottom, but you should have been, and I fucking hate you. Um, who does this again? Vanity Milan is like, hey, Cherizo May and River Medway, you should have been in the bottom, not me. And it's like, shh, keep your damn mouth closed. We do a lot of... I don't know if it's... It's honestly, it feels producer planned. Like, why is the black woman the one who's like telling everyone she's better than them? I was like, you're just making her come off as like a little bit arrogant. It's like, why is she the only one? Like, I, I don't know. It feels a little bit messy, but maybe they're like, Vanity doesn't give a shit. Like, she will do that. I don't know. But I'm I just mean, like, I, don't, I don't know if it's specifically producer planned for that aspect, but like, we have seen it a lot from Vanity. And it could just be the fact that she's been in the bottom two weeks in a row now. And so she's just getting more and more pissed. But like even episode two when she was in the bottle, she's like, I wasn't the worst. I didn't look the worst out there. Should have been this person. And it's like, but one, you're wrong. But two, shut up. It's the Ms. Cracker from All Stars 5. Remember when Ms. Cracker would just walk into the workroom and was like, honestly, Angina, you should have went home. Not this person. And I regret not voting for you. And I was like, oh my God, shut up. Oh, Cracker. I don't understand these people. I don't understand that take, especially not on All Stars. Because All Stars, like you're voting for people. So, like, talking yeah. that way, like, it's fine. Like, you're defending your vote. You're talking through it that way. But, like, in regular drag race, the queens have no say in the match. They don't have a say if they're safe. They don't have a say if they're at the bottom or if they're in their top. It's truly, like, the judges. So, like, you saying this in the workroom mm-hmm. does nothing for the competition. It does nothing a petty. It just seems a little petty. But I guess you then have the opportunity to prove yourself and, like, be the best in that moment, right? Like, you can just take that moment and be like, I'm going to tell you you should have been in the bottom two. And then I'm also going to, like, try and fucking crush it. And then she actually does. So maybe maybe she was right. But I I've talked about this before. I just would never be the one tooting my own horn. Because what if you fuck up? Uh, tr- what if you fuck up? What if you fuck up? Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean, because we're all in the same place. We've all been doing this before. Like, we've been watching reality TV a long time. Don't give them something that can give you an edit. Like, no. Oh, truly, truly vanity. But after the elimination, the queens de-drag, and we walk back in the next day, ready to start off another day in the workroom queens are talking to vanity and like kind of pushing her a little bit this part is where like i felt the producer is going in more but a lot of the queens are like vanity like two weeks in a row in the bottom you weren't even like that great in the first episode do you really want to be here like where's your passion well vanity also doesn't vanity say that to river medway she's like what are you going to do to stop being safe yeah she says it's like vanity you don't get to ask that it's like, like girl like at least she's safe you're in the bottom it's i don't know it's like someone told you to ask this question but bitch you were safe too or in the bottom so like i don't know if you're the one who should be pointing out to river medway that she's always been safe I, like truly it would maybe honestly, be different if crystal said it mm-hmm, but yeah. maybe we'd already given her too many bitchy comments for an episode so yeah well i mean like that conversation also leads into like this whole conversation of all the queens kind of being like i need to get out of my slump i want to be in the top like i want to mm-hmm. prove like why i'm here like all the queens kind of feel this way because they're all just like it's time to like show that we're here which like which I mean, sets us up for a good 
episode today because wow sets us up for a good episode but also like i'm like it's episode four maybe calm down and just like keep on keep on like be happy with being safe because there's gonna come a time where there are no safe people and you're all just like on the runway enjoy this while it lasts I mean, didn't Crystal say, I mean, Crystal goes the opposite direction and she's like, isn't she like, I'm a bit annoyed if I was honest, like I should have been first. And it's like, bitch, I just, just go through the competition, try your best. Let's, let's stop figuring out what, what spot we should have had or wanted. Like ladies, yeah. why don't you just focus on winning? Why don't you just focus on winning? Like, why don't you focus like, on just staying in the competition? That should be your goal at this point. That should be your goal, staying in the competition. But before the ladies can get too much in their feelings, Mama Rue walks through the door and we learn that this week's Maxi Challenge is the Pop Girl Group BDE Singing Competition. BDE standing for Big Drag Energy. The team captains are Scarlett Harlot as the winner of last week and Vanity Milan as the survivor of the lip sync. Scarlett Harlot chooses for her team, Kitty Scott Claus, Charity Case, and Crystal Versace, and they form the Slice Girls, because they all uh, slice, which is, I guess, is a way of saying, like, a hot person in the UK. I'm assuming... Like, I'm a slice. Yeah, like, I feel like there's more to that actual saying. Like, we could look it up. I feel like there's more to that actual saying, right? Like, I feel like you can be, like, it's a slice off the whole block or something like that. I thought it was, like, I'm a slice of cake. Definitely. It's not not related, Nick. I'm gonna look it up and see what it means. And then Vanity Milan, she's for her team, Ella the Day, River Medway, and Theresa May. Theresa was not picked. Theresa was just defaulted to Vanity's team. But Vanity's team makes up Pick and Mix, play on Little Mix, and it's because they were all different ethnicities creating one group together. There's like this great moment when they're recording their song and they're like, oh yeah, we all like represent different parts, Spanish, Asian, Black, and then Ella just goes, me. Me. <laughs> I'm white. was I'm a white. great, great edit. But Wait, pause before you go on. It sounds like a slice is someone like pleasant or cute or fun it can be used in the context of like it's been a slice and that means it was a good time there we go choices they are making choices we also learn that the two teams although will be performing the same song they are going to be doing the different versions there's the up tempo pop number and then there's also the power bottom remix which is going to be the slowed down ballad version of the song. Scarlett Harley, because she won last week, is going to be able to pick which version she wants to do for her team. And guess what version she picks? Oh, I don't know. Probably the upbeat pop version. The upbeat pop version. Which, in all fairness, we'll talk about this more in rapid fire and get which version that we all would want. But, like, it seems like the default choice, if you're going to be performing on RuPaul's Drag Race, you want to have the upbeat poppy version over the ballad version. We'll get into our thoughts and what we would have picked, maybe Later. based on the episode when we get to rapid fire, but it does make the most sense for her to pick. I just feel like calling it a ballad was incorrect. I mean, here's the thing. I'm going to relate everything to Little Mix because obviously, and if you're obviously. not doing that, you're wrong. But I think for me, it felt more like one was that like power moment. I felt like it was just a slower tempo, but it wasn't any less like poppy. It did not feel like a ballad, like where we're strumming a guitar. It wasn't acoustic. Like it was still a fucking pop song. It was just mid-tempo rather yeah. than like at a nice like hundo. Like, it was one, a power two. bottom. It was a power bottom remix. 
it's yeah i, I feel like he doesn't know what a power bottom is. no i don't know what that is and i don't need to know but my bigger <laughs> thing is i was like it doesn't feel like it's a ballad per se but i think everyone thought it was going to be like this slow kind of like droopy like hello adele moment and that's just like not at all the case and i was like yeah. i was like i think we mismarketed this i mean as they're listening to the versions like the slice girls are listening to the ballad like the power bottoms remix version and they're like oh my god this is terrible this is god awful thank god you didn't pick this one this is so bad and i'm like is it really that bad y'all they really made it sound like it was going to be a terrible song very, and that like bad. ella Vidae, van v milan their whole team was really just going to have like the worst possible time and then i was like no this is just literally like any slower i say that with air quotes little mix song it's still fucking badass you still sitting there going bitch also i'm now getting multiple definitions of the word slice i know we've moved on but like it also sounds like maybe someone who's like not cool so it's <laughs> why would you pick that as your name anyway whatever <laughs> that's um, like the cockney version which i'm assuming it means because scarlet harlot is an east london cockney queen so yeah they also talk about like this like playing it safe versus taking a risk where pick a mix is kind of like saying like i mean they picked the safe version. They picked the pop girl, upbeat girl group version where we got a more mid-tempo version, which is not what anybody would pick first, but like we're the ones who are taking this risk or like being risky with this performance. They didn't like choose to take the risk. They kind of, it was just forced upon them. But yeah. going into like what they were saying at the beginning of the episode of all of them wanting to like show off and do something for the judges, like, yeah, like they took the risk. I felt for me, I was like, guys, you're taking a risk because you've been forced to. I think it's more about, I don't think it matters what song you pick. I think it matters what you do with it to like make it the best performance you possibly can. I don't know if Rue like just didn't explain the challenge to them. Like you're gonna have to choreograph yourself and like you have to write your verse, but you also have to choreograph it. And you need to like, she did say something about planning an outfit. I don't know. It felt like something was missing from like the job description for the week. Yeah. Because it felt like when they got in, which we'll get into, like when they got into their rehearsal, people were kind of like, I don't know what to do. And it I was, was like, very much like, it's the girl group episode. You know what it is. Go for it. Yeah. And then it was like, wait, no, no, no. We, was need, like, we need more context. I, I need a breakdown. Rue, you have to tell us more things. Like you haven't given us legitimately have not given us enough information. Not enough information anyway sorry i digress but to help them to get ready for this competition steps is here on the steps for y'all who don't know steps get a fucking like google that shit grow the fuck up steps is iconic tragedy when the feeling's gone and it can't go wrong it's tragedy oh my god I fucking they danced to steps. it on down under yes well it wasn't the it. steps version it was like the original version because steps redid it but they redid it better they also had this like random dance song called five six seven eight where it's like my boot scootin' baby is driving me crazy my obsession for the western my dance for a date my romeo rodeo it's insane i love steps they are just Good, old, campy, fun, iconic in every sense of the word. But they are here on Steps on the Steps to help them out through this challenge, except minus Lisa, which doesn't mean anything to anybody except for me and Kitty Scott Claus. But Lisa's like the leader of the group. Like she's the main she's in vocalist. Dubai, she was in Dubai because she's clearly the richest and definitely married to a rich man. And she's like, I'm good, love. I don't need to come here. I don't need to go on RuPaul's Drag Race. Right? But, like, she's definitely the 
Nicole Scherzinger. Scherzinger. There we go. Of like the Pussycat Dolls for Steps. Like she's the real singer and like does everything and the other people are like her background. And so it's like, it's Steps, but you're like, I I don't care about these ones. (laughs) (laughs) I care about Lisa. So it was a move, but. I think my biggest moment in this part was guys, you guys haven't met Nick, but him and Kitty Scott Claus are the same person. <laughs> Except um, I am much more attractive. I'm, I just want to put it out there. Nick, don't be rude to Kitty Scott Claus. She, She's cute. She is cute, but I'm cuter. There we go. You, Thank you. There you go. Cuter. I don't think we need to be like just disparaging someone's ma- name or their face, but Kitty Scott Claus and Nick have all of the same reactions to things. <laughs> and like, I, we should, especially this episode, like when steps walked in, Kitty Scott Claus absolutely lost her mind. Nick absolutely lost his mind. The two of them were making the exact same expression of just like, Oh, and like so excited kitty was also just like there were multiple moments where kitty said something and i just turned to nick and i was like you have literally said those words you have said those <laughs> words to me you said those words to the world i'm so glad i found you on reality television but steps is there to give them the steps and then literally doesn't give and them then- the steps literally okay. doesn't choreograph anything for them so they say that two of us are going to help you in recording the song two of us are going to help you in choreographing the two helping them record actually help helpful. them record helpful. very helpful h and um h and again it's not lisa so kind of irrelevant but yeah like the two helping them record very helpful the two helping them choreograph sit there and do nothing but make judgmental comments they're kind of hot though they're the great to hot. look at even the girl, I was like, girl, you got dressed the fuck up for Drag Race UK. The girl was wearing so much glitter. And so I'm not just glitter, talking about her dress. Hot pink mini dress, tanned the house down. Like I think it. H and Faye Tozer were the two that were helping yeah, with the Yeah, okay, scene. H and Faye. And Lee and Claire. Yes, yeah, Were the yeah, two yeah. with the dancing. Okay, so, like, okay, H and Faye, it. like, actually helped them recording. And speaking mm-hmm. of recording, who made you nervous in the recording booth? And why was it Charity Case? Okay. Okay, so they have to record their song first, right? We'll get to the choreography. We will get to the choreo. We will talk about choreo in a second. But let's start with the two people that made me nervous for Slice Girls were Crystal Versace because she was like, I'm not a singer, and then proceeded to sing. And I was like, rap, just rap. It's fine. It's fine. No one's going to judge you. If Lemon can do it, anyone can do it. And Lemon's really good at it, Loki. And then Charity Case, I get that they were going for this thing where Charity's like the quirky one. But if everything she does is quirky, she just stands out badly. And that's exactly what happens in the actual performance. It's exactly what happens in the actual like challenge. I think by not reining Charity Case in, we ended up having like just things not work in our favor. Loki, I was pressed by Ella Bidet because oh my God. I think there was a lot of hype around Ella Bidet. So I think that's like what happened is Ella Bidet like walked up to the mic and was like, oh, like I've been on the West End. I'm a singer. I'm a musical theater person. And they're like, so you'll be perfect. And then, and she then was like, I was like, please, please don't put that on me. So it just made me nervous because she, you could tell she was like, that didn't go the way I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. Even though she was still better than everybody else. Let's like call his face. Nick, are we going to talk about who we loved? Yeah. Who like was great and why was it Kitty Scott Claus? Mine was why was it Chorisa May with her like Spanish oh ad libs? I was like, yes, bitch. Or yeah, Vanity Milan was like, I'm sorry, since when is Teresa May a one take wonder? Like, she didn't even have to re record, mm-hmm. she was just like killed it and she was done. And I was like, Go off, Teresa May, don't let the haters get you down. Don't let the haters get you down. Kitty's got claws is also great. Kitty, I love Kitty. This is like how I know me and Kitty are very similar because <laughs> Kitty, like, at the beginning of the episode, was like, Oh my god, it's the good group episode. This is the reason why I wanted to come on to Drag Race. And literally like, these are like, these same. are the moments i'm just like these same. are the moments guys so like she was recording it and you could just tell she, that she had this verse written 
before she even auditioned for the show. She's like, I know what I'm going to say. I can make this fit to every beat. I'm ready to rock this. And like, she did. She just wanted that she's yeah, very she prepared. It was a very good classic drag race verse. Bitch was just ready to go. I would like to discuss River Medway. Oh my God. And her like sweet little moment with H where H was like, I just want to first off pause you and tell you how lovely your lyrics are and how you're going to be so inspiring to like little gay kids all over the country. And then River was like, well, that's what you were to me. Yeah. And I was like, not be crying at River Medway's recording. Fuck me. Fuck me. But they were so sweet, so kind. And River singing about her mom who died mom. of COVID. Uh, I love River Medway. At I'm this a, point, I'm no. I'm on the River Medway like stand train. Like let's you know fucking who River go. Medway reminds me of. Tell and me. You might disagree. Heidi and Plaza of like she has this great, like you love her so much, and you're just like, you are truly a genuine great person. And I'm obsessed with you, but I don't know how you're going to be in this competition. I think she's going to be a great all-stars queen. I just like don't see her making it to the end this season. But I I adore her, obsessed with her, love her. But like I just don't see how she's going to fend in the until the very end of this competition. Does that make sense? Yes. What I will say about River Medway is I think she started okay then she kind of had some low weeks and she's kind of been like middling but I think she is getting stronger as the weeks go on so I'm intrigued to see if that trajectory for her stays the same or if she like falters in some way because I agree people definitely thought of her as a filler queen and I think she's proven at this point she's not but I think she's on a trajectory that's very positive I think the judges right now are not totally sure how they feel about her so it's Mm -hmm. kind of like a confusing like edit slash confusing narrative for her across the season so far because it's kind of like what actually is going on with River Medway but I do think she's on a path of like excuse me improvement and so I will be intrigued to see if that continues like where is it going from there and I think her being on the underdogs team which was obviously pick and mix like let's just call a spade a spade Ella Viday was the only one on there that people were like thinking would be good, good. Yeah, everybody yeah, else yeah. they were like yeah this is kind of like the misfits tribe <laughs> and you know what the power bottom tribe if you will sure and um like a and bottom I, like the bottom I get it I get it I get it and then I think that actually worked in their favor because all of them wanted to like try their fucking best and like figure out the way forward rather than trying to be like oh we've got this like it's totally in the bag they were like nah we gotta fucking fight but let's fucking fight which I liked and I thought it was like a beautiful side to River I I loved River Medway this episode I was like all in girl River it was great this episode we can talk more about like her and Ella's beautiful conversation in the workroom which we have to but before we get to that, we also saw the queens practicing choreo with no help from Lee and Claire from steps whatsoever. Lee and Claire looked so hot in their chairs. In their chairs Period. where they sat and did nothing. They're like, you want to do this? You want to have a signature move? Because we have a signature move from tragedy. Everybody knows it. And so you should have a signature move as well. It wasn't bad advice, but then they gave no other help. That was it. That's all they said. But I will say the ballad group like had a signature move. And like Rue even said, like, I'm going to be doing that all day now. So like they listened. Who was struggling for you? Here's the thing. Both groups walked in and were like, oh, they're not choreographing for us. Both groups (laughs) thought that they were the choreographers. And then they were like, okay, get to choreographing. And like, I love a day. I was like, oh shit. Steps isn't giving us the steps. There was a miscommunication from either the producers or Rue to the girls. They were like- 
They did not tell them they had to choreograph. Very that. Because all all eight of them walked in and they were like, okay, what are we going to do? And she's like, well, show me what you've got. And they were like, I'm sorry, the what? The how? The why? And then my favorite was the pick and mix crew being like, no one wanted to be the leader because the leader gets in trouble and we're already on our toes because we're the underdogs. So like, ah, but then they kind of worked it out. They figured it out. I felt like their choreo came together. It was like slower burn. But then once they like mm-hmm. found a spot, it was like good. They had an idea. They worked with it. They kind of let it flow naturally from everybody's opinions, which is hard to do. And then poor sweet slice girls, Kitty somehow took over. My thing with Kitty is not that she wasn't good at it. I think Kitty was doing things that she could do. And she forgot that her other tribe mates are like not dancers. Like they're just not dancers. I think it also turned into too many cooks in the kitchen. Because Charity did start to like spring up things. But like late in the game. Late in the game. And like at that point, Kitty was like, I already have like a vision of what I'm going to do. And like it made sense for Kitty to take over. Kitty's in like two girl groups back home, she says, like one with Cheryl Hole, which we knew about. But yeah, she was doing like not advanced choreo, but just like going quick and the other girls were not picking it up. So you had very two different ends of the spectrum. It makes me think that Kitty, when she hears a song, like she dances in her mind to the song, like any song. It's like, that's how she sort of like feels and engages with music. And clearly Scarlet, Charity, and... Crystal. Crystal. It feels like Crystal, Scarlet, and Charity just kind of like bop along and like have themselves a little moment. But Kitty like had choreographed the whole thing in her head, which I love that for you, Kitty. But I think you also need to think like, is this a move that's going to translate well to four people? Is this a move that's going to translate well when we're like moving or walking? Or is this like a standing still moment? I felt like the vision for the choreo was kind of lost. But I don't think they had anyone on their team that was really a choreo person. Kitty kind of, I feel like Kitty has some choreo experience, but I'm just not sure to what capacity. So it just felt a little disjointed. Whoever was choreographing at the moment, it was moves that they knew or liked without thinking about the greater good. Yeah, We did not think about the greater good. We didn't think about, like, how this would work as a group, but we did think about how it would look for No Kidding. And, like, that's, like, what Pig and Mix did, is, like, Pig and Mix was, like, let's keep it pretty simple. One, because it's a slow ballad song, so it doesn't need to be crazy dance mm-hmm. moves, which I think is, like, helped them a lot. Also, like, not everybody can do crazy dance moves. Like, Cherise and Vanity were both, like, in the bottom three for the Dragaton episode. Mm-hmm. So they're, like, let's keep this pretty simple. It's going to be a lot of just, like, walk together ballady stuff and like it was campy it was over the top it was what choreo for a drag race should be if you're going to go the simple route but before we get into the actual challenge of performances we do have a lovely workroom conversation we were alluding to it before of i love a day talking to river about like river's lyrics because river in her lyrics mentions like I love my mama. I know she's up in heaven looking down at me, something along those lines. And so like, I was just like, I just want to say like, your lyrics are beautiful. It's really just sweet to like hear you talking about those things. And like River just like explains the whole situation with her mom. And like, it is so heartbreaking and so oh. just so beautiful. Like River's like, my mom is, was truly my number one supporter. And like, I wanted to do the show for her so like she could see me and like be proud of me even more. And like, she like died like right after I got the call and she would like 
lay in her mother's bed after her mom passed away being like i'm gonna make you proud mom i'm gonna do this for you i'm not gonna stop and stuff and it's just like fuck man uh her mom passed away from covid and it was like a very quick turnaround she said she's like she got diagnosed and like passed away like nine days later it was just like it was so sad but like we got to know river more and like fall deeper in love with her i feel like if we had had a sole winner of this day it would have been ella the day so i'm kind of mm. i'm low-key a little bit upset that we didn't have one winner which like spoiler alert we'll talk about them in a second as yeah. to why but like spoiler alert pick and mix wins and they all get a badge but i think it was just this beautiful moment of like i have all i've liked ella the whole season long i haven't had any like you know issues or whatever with her but i just felt like i it's kind of similar to charity and kitty scott clauses like friendship I feel like there's people on this show that are forming like actual friendships and Charity and Kitty are one of them. And then I do think River and Ella are one of them because they had a nice moment last mm-hmm. week too, talking about sewing and like their impact on the competition. And like, now you're actually getting to know about their, each other's lives. And I was just like, oh, these sweet little babies. I love them both so much. And I think it shows that connection doesn't really have anything to do with age, race, whatever it is. Like Ella's like 32. I think River is like a little bit younger, like on the 22 sort of scale and it just felt like a real like older sister just sort of like checking in and being like how are you like tell me about yourself tell me about what's important to you like let's just kind of bridge whatever gap there could have been between us and they're becoming actual friends and it's so nice I loved it it was very cute it was very sweet and like yeah it just like shows how good of a person Ella the day is it shows like how genuinely sweet and loving River Medway is like oh it was just a great moment of TV right after that we go into the performances and first up is Slice Girls and talk about train wreck. Oh shit. And it's made worse because the edit of them before their performance is them just being like, like so we're gonna crush it. Those other bitches don't stand a chance. We're we're all the badge winners. The people in this group are the only people who have badges. Scarlet and Crystal, like, we're going to crush them. They're going to lose. And then they just, like, died on stage. I mean, we have to talk about it, but I don't want to talk about it. It was so bad. Let's, okay. Why was it so bad? (laughs) I have a few ideas. One, I think the choice to have Charity be in a black wig, a blue outfit, do a completely different stylistic choice for her singing slash whatever Makeup. makeup. I think that was so off putting that I didn't pay attention to the first half of it because I was like, that's very off-putting. And not because Charity Case wasn't fun or whatever. It was just like, this is a lot to take in. Like you look so different from your team, like your teammates basically, Mm -hmm. that it's distracting. I think that was a poor choice. As someone who loves Scarlet Harlot, deep loves Scarlet Harlot, to watch her fail and then crumble in on herself and then continually almost kick herself like mentally you can like see her doing it throughout her entire performance it was hard to watch anything else I honestly think she brought her whole team down because even looking at the whole wide shot you're looking at Scarlett rolling her eyes or not remembering any of the dance not knowing moves. any of the lyrics not knowing any of the dancers I'm like it doesn't they don't really talk about it as to like what happened with her like There's no confessional where she's kind of like, I just had a moment and I like literally forgot everything we were doing. Well, she said it on, during the critiques. She's like, I just like walked onto the stage and just forgot everything that happened. Yeah. And so they get it, being on stage that moment and forgetting things. But then like, she like let it affect every other part of her performance, even carrying into her runway. Yeah. And it's like, you gotta pick yourself up and move forward. And like that makes me nervous for next week. If she's this distraught over this, like what's going to happen when she needs to truly pick herself up and move forward if you can't even do that in a challenge? 
And it sucked because like Kitty and Crystal weren't bad. No, they weren't. Kitty I thought was great. Kitty I thought was amazing and like if judged individually, like could have been a top. 100%. Crystal Crystal gave like a safe performance. Yeah, I thought she gave a good performance. For someone who like doesn't do choreo that well. Mm-hmm. And kind of, I have put in a box in my mind of a look queen. I think she showed she isn't that, which, yeah. sorry for sorry to this man for making assumptions about you. But like, no, for sure. She did it well. So it sucked for them because the other two just like dragged the down. Uh-huh. And then on the other side of things, we had Pick and Mix who like talk about an underdog story. They were so good. The choreo was like so campy and corny of like walking to the side, like coming in together, just like looking at each other lovingly, staring, holding hands. Their outfits also just made Their sense. Their outfits matched they all were perfectly. Black. I wish their outfits, I wish Theresa May had had on pants, TBH, because she's in like a leotard thing. I wish she'd been wearing pants because else was wearing like tights or pants and it kind of gave this illusion of like these kind of strong like madonna-esque women yeah yeah um like madonna in vogue women but then there were two pink wigs two red wigs i thought their makeup would all kind of work together it was like so cute and i was just like they gave us unfortunately you're the winner like it's very clear they gave off little mix vibes like they did I, i said secret love song i was like that's like what you look like that's what you're giving off right now I lived. I lived. I was about it. And River Medway's verse was good. I think that was also something you don't realize sometimes that like you want the lyrics to stand out to you, but the lyrics for that group were more personal. The lyrics for that group got let you know those queens a little bit better. I remember those lyrics more than I remember mm-hmm. the first group's lyrics. Yeah. Like, Ella Day had great moments of being like, every day is an Ella Day. And you're like, oh my God, that's so cute. And like, Vanity Milan like, had her moment of being like, doesn't matter what color your skin is. And Teresa May had like her funny, like in Spanish version. She was like, not again in Spanish, but literally said that in Spanish, which I thought was so cute yeah, and so fun. Like, River told you about her life. It just felt like you knew who they were and you would have seen them. Like if they were a pop group, each one of them had a role in the pop group. So to yes, sort of make yes. one part of the pop group be like, each one had a role. And I felt like it was a whole bunch of beige in the first group, unfortunately. After the challenge, we moved into the looks for this week's episode. Category is... Night of a Thousand Spice Girls to honor, of course, the guest judge girl group challenge, but then also the guest judge. Emma Bunton, Miss Baby Spice is here. Mm-hmm. So let's go in order. Crystal Versace was up first. Coming out as Baby Spice in this blue look. Which she like she looked good. I thought she looked really good. Yeah, I thought she looked nice. My thing is just like Crystal always looks good on her. Crystal always looks good. And then okay, I don't know if y'all listen to Sibling Watchery with Bob and Monet. Highly recommend it. I'm a part of their Patreon because I got obsessed with them. But like Bob had this moment of being like, is Crystal great at drag or is she just skinny? Is and he like, hot or is he tall? Is, is she serving good looks or is she just skinny? I would argue that this, this baby space look is a good look. But then like, because I listened to their episode three thoughts and they pulled out their Girl Scout look and like looking at it, I was like, it's a green satin dress with a sash around. Is this a good look or is she just skinny? And so like, it kind of like makes her critiques from the judges make more sense of like we know what you're going to look like before you step out on the runway you're going to show us your skinny body big chest plate i would argue though that this is a very good look. her makeup is also always flawless 
Wallace. For being 19 years old, bitch knows how to paint a face. Bitch knows how to like paint a face and be professional. I thought this was a good look for Crystal too because it is very baby spice. Like I was like, I know exactly the moment this is. The blue, the like mm-hmm. cute little pom-pom space bun, or not space buns, like little pigtail things. Like yeah. it worked. I was like, I see the vision. I see what you're doing there. Next there was Charity King. So Charity Case is coming out in a Scary Spice inspired look. She looks amazing. She's a leopard. She's dressed as a leopard in like this like leopard pantsuit with like a top hat and a cane. She looks amazing. Like obsessed with this. Spice Girls, it is not. I didn't really like it. But again, I think it was just because she was a cat. And I was like, this is not Spice Girls. I can agree that the attention to detail is strong. The prosthetics of her turning her face into an actual cat is very cool. I liked that she had the nails on the gloves that were more like claws. It's well put together, but like, girlfriend, we've completely missed the prompt. We just, we said, the the prompt is not what I'm doing today. She like made this argument that was like, my drag is inspired by Scary Spice. And it's like, but that wasn't the prompt. The prompt was to be a Spice Girl. Next up, we had your girl, Kitty Scott Claus. Kitty! Okay, I love Kitty. It's not that I don't like the outfit. Kitty needs to learn how to proportion her body better. Her shoulders are bigger than her waist. And as a drag queen, like, she is a man, Maury. That's a man, Maury. And so she has, like, bigger shoulders. But it looks like she pads her shoulders bigger. And then her waist is smaller and her hips are smaller. So she gives off, like, Dorito man vibes sometimes in these dresses. And I'm like, you need to make your bottom half bigger than your top half to proportionize yourself correctly. I love the outfit. I think it's very cute. I don't think Kitty knows her shape yet or like how to proportion her shape i disagree i like it i don't mind the proportion on this i can see what you're saying i don't mind it but i'm not always the one that wants like a very cinched waist and like big hips anyway it didn't bother me on this look it sometimes bothers me in the past my bigger thing with her is that i think she puts on too big of boobs and so it like messes up the thing i think this i think was a better proportion for me in that regard so i wasn't as annoyed because for me i don't like when she has the giant tits and then her waist is like kind of skinny and you're kind of like there's just like extra air though in your outfit it like doesn't look that cute this i thought was really cute on her i thought it was hella flattering so like i was all in she was dressed as like baby spice on the reunion tour yes this like cute little white number and last for slice girls we have scarlet harlow coming out as a scary spice inspired look yeah from like is this from the wannabe video i think it's wannabe don't quote me on that guys don't quote me on it no it's not the wannabe Hmm, i wonder what this is from i mean oh it might be from spice world the movie i think it's from the movie it's cute i just i think what happened was she was so in her head from the challenge that like it affected her runway performance Mm -hmm. and like how she acted on the runway so like it also like affects how you look at her clothes Mm -hmm. so like it was fine but like it wasn't as good as it could have or should have been Again, she looks great because she just looks good in clothes. So like, Mm -hmm. it is what it is. But I was like, eh, it's not my favorite thing you've ever done. But let's talk about my favorite thing that was done all episode. And it was Ella Vidae. It was Ella Vidae in her like tearaway pants that she turned into basically like- Ella looked so good. I forgot about this. So this is why Ella Vidae should have won the episode. This look plus her performance in the challenge should have won her the fucking episode. Ella looked great. She looked so cute. She had the tattoos. She had Mel C's tattoos. Mel C is currently on Dancing with the Stars. I hope Mel C sees this 
and is like, fuck yeah, you fucking did that, Ella Vidak. Mel C looks so cute. I was like, this is Mel C. Yeah. This is Mel C. I'm like, Emma, Emma I, even I said, so like, when Ella took off her jacket, Emma was like, oh my gosh, she even has the tattoo. And I was like, yes. It's like, it was it's... like the attention to detail was mm-hmm. spot on. I love that she turned the tearaway pants into like harem pants skirt situation. Yeah. Loved the orange. I loved the blue. I loved that it was so rhinestone, the high pony, the cute shoes. Like it was, weren't they like platform sneakers? They're, no, they're heeled sneakers. Yeah. I was like, fuck it It was up. so cute. I so, loved it so, so much. I was obsessed. It was my favorite outfit of the day. Uh, next up we had... River Medway. She was the only one who did ginger, ginger right? No, no, no. Charissa also. Oh, I forgot about hers. I love River. This looks very cheap. I don't know what we're um, pulling from. Like, what is the inspiration? So, because Ginger does, like, wear, like, biker shorts and, like, tight shirts a lot, but she's never worn one, at least from my knowledge, that, like, just has girl power written out. But she did always say girl power. And then she was trying to do the giant platform shoes inspired from the movie. I didn't mind the outfit so much. I didn't care for the wig. I didn't know why there were like the white streaks hanging down from her face. She has white streaks. Ginger does. It was poorly done. The wig. I just like, I think all of this like looks cheap. This is like why I don't think she can make it super far. Because I just, I think she looks cheap sometimes. I love her. Love her so much. But like, this is just like, this just wasn't it. I mean, I don't know how much time you've spent on River Medway's like Instagram. I love River. And River does a lot of like, she will post like a full ass story in the comments about her outfit. And it seems to me based on like what I've been reading on her Instagram, she like switched her runways up. She was like changing some of the runways like that she brought and she decided to use them a different week. And so I wouldn't be surprised if there was some story behind this one. But like, I think it was last week she was saying that she, the outfit that she was planning to use, she like switched it up and used it a different week. So then she had to like make something or change something. And it's very interesting to see what she is talking about and sort of where she's coming from. I really didn't mind this, but it's not my favorite look of hers. Next up, we had Vanity Milan. Miss Vanity coming out as scary. Mm-hmm. Vanity's makeup to me bothers me. Looks she like- always looks wet. And I don't know if she doesn't bake it enough or like put enough powder on to like make it not look that wet, but her makeup always looks kind of wet on her face. This outfit's fine. It's like typical scary spice. You're wearing like cheetah or like leopard, whatever, tiger, like whatever we're calling this, animal print. And like, it's what Scary Spice would like. I felt like it wasn't super flattering. I don't think of Vanity Milan as like a larger queen. And I felt like it made her look large. I was like, I don't think of you as like a larger queen. And this is like not super flattering. And for me, Nick, I don't know if I'm reading the same thing you are on her makeup. I think there's just something to be said. It's like almost like she powders the center of her face. So it's like very light in the middle and like dark on the edges. And something about it feels off for like the way a human face collects like it just like doesn't feel right but it yeah. is very melby yeah but she's like wearing tiger print it's like a tiger melby with... was a leopard girl through and through yeah it's like tiger striped but leopard color it's interesting i wrote down not sure how to feel about it honestly i was like i don't i was like your team's definitely winning so your runway so doesn't like it doesn't matter, fully you know? matter like you're fine and last but not least we had choriza may being ginger ginger in her union jack and i honestly think this is the best Theresa May has looked all season. I did really like this. Um, oh, she looks 
stunning. She looks stunning. Yeah, no, there's, there's really nothing to say about that. I thought it looked great. It looked really nice. It was the best Theresa May has looked, and I felt like it was so flattering, so fun. The wig was big. It was done. Like, she looks great. 10 yeah. out of 10. Wear the Union Jack always, bitch. 10 out of 10 would recommend and would like to see again. So we get into the... We have to pick a winner. Right away, we find out that Pick and Mix are the winners and that they all get to go back and untouch in the workroom. Rightfully so. The whole and they all wins. get a Rupeter badge. They all get a Rupeter badge in the grand tradition of the Song Week Challenge of UK. And that's River, Medway, Elevaday, Vanity Milan, and Theresa May. And then we are left with the losing team of Slice Girls, Crystal, Charity, Kitty, and Scarlet on the runway to get their critiques. Crystal's up first. They say that she is a good dancer, looked very pretty, her lyrics are basic, and Michelle still wants to see more from her. I don't disagree. I think, like, I, I think we're hitting a wall with Crystal Versace where she's always going to look good. And if she's not going to offer more than that, then we might end up with a problem because it's like, what else are you? What else are you and besides, Michelle, like, Michelle's going to start to really feel that. Because, like, again, all of her looks are polished. She's very polished. All of her looks are there. You know, she knows her body. She knows how to do it. But, like, if all of her looks are going pretty, it's not that exciting to watch you turn the corner. Mm -hmm. So I think they're just, like, they're, like, we've gagged over you the first two episodes. We're now getting into the meat of the season. You need to show us some more. Yeah, I think next week will be very telling for her since it's supposed to be a branding challenge. We'll get to see how well she can do when she can't rely on others. Yep, T. Next up, we had Charity Case. They didn't live for the blue outfit. They said that stood out too much, but Alan Carr liked it. And like, honestly, like I didn't mind it. It bothered Aggie a lot. It didn't bother me that much. It bothered Rue. It bothered Rue and it bothered Michelle. Rue didn't like her lyrics. Rue was like, you went too far you were a little naughty when like you didn't need to be like yeah Rue really didn't care for it they're like you stood out for all the wrong reasons and I'm like, yeah because Rue, is... i feel like doesn't talk a lot like unless she has strong feelings in the positive or strong feelings in the negatives because i feel like she kind of lets the other judges talk and kind of like add color mm -hmm. but this she was like i didn't like your lyrics you were like too naughty and i was like honestly i wasn't even listening to the lyrics because they were portrayed so weirdly it was it was interesting kitty basically they're pretty much like you're perfect you're not going on i just thought it was really sweet when emma said i love watching you find the joy was it mm. emma who said that yeah i think it was emma i think so my only other thought is it might have been michelle but i think it was emma and i think that was just it was so lovely and so true so true if yeah. anyone's finding yeah. joy in the moment it's kitty scott claus Kitty and Emma, like Baby Spice, also had this great moment of like Kitty being like, I never like thought that I could ever be like you or dress like you or act like you, but then I found drag and it said, Oh my god, I can be baby spice. And I was like, That's so cute and sweet. So cute. And then we get to Scarlet and they're like Who is already like Scarlet's she is hiding already. from the judges on the runway anyway. And it's just like, bitch, they were like, You broke down, you rolled your eyes, you showed us you broke down. And you are still showing us that you are broken down now. You need to buck up and move on. Here's the thing I will say. I think Rue really likes Scarlet Harlot. I don't know what Scarlet has done particularly to make Rue really like her. But the way that Rue spoke to her about like building herself up, it wasn't tough love. It was like actual love. Yeah. Which is so nice when you see Rue kind of break that of like, I'm, I'm not just a judge mentor. Like I do really deeply care about all the girls I bring on my show, which sometimes can be hard, especially with like 8 million seasons of Drag Race at any given moment <laughs> in time. You're like, there's no way Rue actually cares about all these girls. But I do think she does. And you could tell she was just like, I love when, I love when Rue calls them kiddo. Yeah. There's nothing 
nothing better in my opinion when she's like kiddo you've got it I want Rue to say that to me like oh god I also never feel so young Jesus Rue but I think Michelle honestly all of them were just like it was hard to watch because we know how good you are you know how good you are and the fact that you let one moment of slip up turn into a whole song of slip up it's just like we can't do yeah we can't do that and you know that so you made a mistake you're gonna come back stronger just be ready to lip sync basically because you're gonna (laughs) have to do it basically like you were terrible you're going to lip sync hopefully you win or something else happens we'll talk about it in a minute basically that's the critiques the queens of the stage going untucked ella is living her truth backstage she is like y'all fuck that shit up i did it we're living we're having a moment my favorite part was when she goes guys i just want everyone to know all the bad holders are on the stage yeah i was like tell them ella go off ella scarlet comes back of course still on her head extremely upset by the judges like just disappointed she's upset that she disappointed them and like it has to be hard like going from being like on such a high mm-hmm. the week before to like literally being like viewership that soul crushing i need to talk about crystal versace not hearing a critique of herself ever not the she m- hears it and then straight up is like you won't get this because you didn't i don't think you watched all of all stars three but she is milk in this moment the delusion of like well, I mean, they loved me. They always loved me. So like, it's okay. And I'm like, Crystal, open your ear hole. I was like, they did not say you were good. I was like, sweetie, sweetie, no. Sweetie, sweetie no. I was like, they are giving you legitimate critiques. And I think it could really work not in her favor if she doesn't listen. But she comes back to Untucked. And now, granted, she could be playing a long game with some of the girls who aren't on the runway of being like, oh, they liked it. And like the other girls aren't, because it wasn't like directly mean, it wasn't, the other girls are going to be like, no, they fucking called you out. But it's kind of like, maybe she's playing the long game of like conning the other people into thinking the judges really like me even when I'm in the bottom. But I don't know. It just seems like she's not listening to what they're saying. And it's like, it's awkward. Were we going to talk about Scarlett apologizing to Teresa? I was just going to bring that up. Like, because Teresa like wants to know why she was picked last. And she's like, I haven't been that terrible. And the Queens are kind of just like, I mean, Dragatown wasn't your best. And Scarlett's like, I'm sorry I made you feel that way. Like, I'm sorry I didn't pick you. And she's like, oh, it's fine. I'm not the mad that you didn't pick me. And it was like, she goes, wait, no. hold on. I, I saved a post. Hold on one second. She says, she said it was so fucking funny. I literally died. It was like, did she say, oh wait, maybe I just sent it to you. LOL. LOL. It was so funny. It was like, oh, it's quite all right. I didn't want to, I didn't want to be like, I wouldn't have wanted to be picked by you. Like at the end there. Cause she was just like, uh, I didn't want to be on your team. Uh, your team was shit. Yeah, it was like, it was something to the effect of, oh, it's quite all right now that I know how it ended up or something like that. Yeah, (gasps) it was hysterical. Like, Teresa, like, owned that moment. And, like, I don't think Teresa's really that upset about, like, not being picked. I think she's just like, let's, like, build up some drama in this untouched room. Charity Case also tries to build up some drama being like, you know, like, I look fucking amazing and, like, the judges don't care about how I look. And it's like, Charity, you didn't follow the pop. Like, you followed it in your own way. They want you to dress up like a Spice Girl, look like a fucking Spice Girl. You can't be upset that they're mad at you for looking like a tiger when the prompt was to look like a Spice Girl. Maybe she thought Night of a Thousand whatever's was inspired by the Spice Girls. It was wrong. And you clearly never watched Drag Race. but, (laughs) But like, maybe that's what you thought. Maybe. Well, we get back to the runway for the results of this week's episode. Kitty and Crystal are both safe. 
Shocking to literally no one. Nobody. I wrote down these results. Same before, before they were watched. read out. Yeah, same. Nick and um, I were like, well, we know how this is. Except for the go. ending. The gag of the century. The gag. So the bottom two, we are left with Charity Case and Scarlet Harlot. Lip syncing to Who Do You Think You Are by the Spice Girls, which this is one of my favorite Spice Girls songs. Booty shaking, moving maker. Who do you think you are? Oh, it's such a bop. God, we are going to get this episode taken down by the amount such of ways that we bop. have stolen. Like Because I sound just like the original song. Yeah, pretty much. And then plot twist, after a mediocre lip sync, no one was eliminated. That was the choice. I think Rue was like, neither of you were spectacular. But we so had I an don't- extra but and was just like so i don't know who to who of you to send home and so he was like i'm just not gonna make the choice because we already lost victoria so like it's fine i can keep both of you yeah so we got the double shante of the season here it is it's this did we need it no i love i love them both they did not earn a double shante based on the lip sync based on the lip sync scarlet harlot based on the season charity case yeah same but I which think is based... i think why they had a double shante yeah I, I because think i think Rue knew who to send home because i don't think rue could make an argument either way because charity would have like if they had sent charity home like the public would have been like what the fuck she was better in the lip sync and if they'd said scarlet home they also could have had the like opposite reaction of like well she had a badge one bad week especially when you guys were so nice to her it should not be a death sentence and so I think I think it was the right call for a double Shantae in this moment since they already had an open space if they hadn't had the open space I probably would have been like I mean you, you send Scarlett Harlow home and like deal with the aftermath because yeah. she wasn't the best same, in lip sync and she completely crumbled but completely crumbled that's my feelings too well that is this week's episode episode 4 BDE before we end our episode here let's get in to our staples so first up who are you vibe checking i'll jump in i'm not vibe checking a judge this week i'm vibe checking kitty scott clark mostly because we are the same person but literally every reaction she had was like oh my god if i don't leave a leave here with a, a restraining order against me from emma bunch then i did it wrong she's like having a moment breakdown there about baby spice she had a breakdown about steps she had a breakdown about the pop girl group channel can you just said breakdown after breakdown this episode and like i identify with that Mm-hmm. and definitely she needed a vibe check I have two one is for Alan Carr who says to Crystal's face who needs a personality when you have such a good body I've done well for myself <laughs> it was a read of her and a read of himself in the same line and I was like Alan that's funny but also like sir sir, sir. and then I really enjoyed Rue calling Michelle Shady Spice that was fun <laughs> that was very funny also Emma being like obviously I'm a ch- huge fan of Kitty Scott Claus because she like Likes me like we have to keep her around it's like emma fucking mood uh, right fucking she's like, she has great taste she has great taste but clearly we have to keep her um, i mean she's not wrong but like no she's not who is your queen of the week i think i'm gonna go with ella the day because i love her and i feel like i haven't given her her due yet i think i'm sticking with kitty yeah i had a feeling that was what you would do yeah i'm sticking with kitty she's just being great i love her y'all for if you're she's also you okay rude but yes, like if y'all have been listening to our survivory cast, though, I've been sticking with the same person for like my queens and castaways of the week. And like, I feel very solid in both of my choices. Like, I feel very confident and solid. I like to play the field a little bit. Who am I feeling this week? But I love a day. Elevate should have won the episode. That, that's my tea. She should have won the whole episode. She did win. By herself. No, she, because her group was just as good. She was the best part of her group. She also did all the choreo and her I'm runway just, was the best runway. I'm she should have won. She could have, like, what if she was on the other team? 
I think she would have been the Kitty Scott Claus of the other team. Also, like, should Kitty have won? Maybe. But I think Ella Vidae was better than her, comparatively. I don't know. I like when the group wins for this, because it was- No, no, I think it was fine. I think it was fine, but I'm like, if they were to give it to If it was an individual person, yes. I think Ella Vidae would have won. And that's why she's my queen of the week. That's more my point than, like, she must have had the- Like, no. Like, I think it's great that they all got a badge. Also, now Kitty Scott Claus and Charity Case, the only two without them. So, T. Got a blast. T. Got a blast. T. All righty. Rapid fire time. Which version of this song do you pick? Okay, without hearing them, I was like, oh, you picked the pop version. Yes. Hearing them, I was like, you picked the mid-tempo version. Yeah. The mid-tempo version was better. It was objectively a better objectively song. Objectively better. Like, when they started BDE, like, the pop version, I was like, this song sucks. It's not good. I was like, this is not a good song. And then the mid-tempo version started, I was like, wait, this song is fun. And like, yeah, it's cute. It's Chloe cute. and Bobby. I was like, I'm about this. I think it was just, like, you picked the wrong song. You wanted to do the pop one because you felt like there would be more to it. But I don't think Scarlett really listened listen to what they sounded like i think no. she was like oh i just want the pop let me put the headphones like, on just because that also put like me in my brain of like thinking about it. i was like if you pick the pop one, like you have to do harder choreo mm. you have to be more exciting and like it's harder like yes like you probably have like bigger payoff but it could also go extremely poor like it did so i think i would have picked the ballad if i had actually listened to them beforehand yes i'm not certain that scarlet harlot listened our next rapid fire which look do you go for on the run knowing the spice girls we're both big fans of the spice girls what look are you trying to recreate on the one i want to be mel c on the cover of spice world in her all orange outfit with her like Ooh. chunky food, with her like chunky sneaks, but she had this like cute little crop top. It's also very in right now. Like mm-hmm. I'd be very trendy in 2021 in Mel C's outfit from Spice World, the cover of the movie. You could also pick Victoria, like I was posh just say, from that things, also. There's things that like they didn't do that like made me upset. Like nobody had no one did posh. Vet. Nobody did posh in general, which like come on. So many black outfits we could have. So worn. many black outfits you could have done with the strappy stiletto. Yeah. But also nobody did like baby spices iconic like pink velvet little dress yep nobody nobody did the platform shoes justice i love you river but like those were not like what they should have been nobody did those justice i'm like come on come on y'all so i was a little bit disappointed but i'm thinking i would have gone like the iconic baby spice route but also i was like do i do the army scene from the movie which is my favorite scene of that movie where the spice goes yes it's true i love that part so i was like do i like recreate you talk about that part regularly it comes up in conversation with nick more often than you would think like it's like that tiktok sound of like i only have two nickels but that's weird that it's happened twice <laughs> like that's me like it's well, weird i mean i'd only have two nickels but still pretty weird that it's still it pretty weird twice. that it's happened twice like that's me and then last off we didn't repick no because uh, we made we made the right song, call on the lip sync song because we made it the right call but going off of that what is your favorite spice girl song which is hard it's hard to choose okay i'm gonna give you two i'm stop is my favorite like stop right yeah it's like my favorite pop one i will say that i teach wannabe at jazzercise on the reg but stop is probably my favorite pop one but i also love mama okay it's not your vibe but it's it's not my vibe but it's mine um, i mean like obviously like the obvious choice of like spice up your life iconic also that scene in the movie like uh it's so good but i also love come on mm-hmm. come on Come on, come on. Oh, I love, I love. To Honestly, Become One is also a vibe. To Become One is okay. Okay, okay. We love the Spice Girls all up to them. And we loved this episode, y'all. I thought it was a very solid episode. We love the Girl Group episode. It's Nick's favorite every season. Every season. 
as it should be. But with that, thank you all for joining us for this week's episode of Escaping Reality, covering RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 3. Make sure you come back next week for episode five. Let us know how you're feeling about this season. Slide into our DMs, comment below, write us a review on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify so you always know when we are dropping new episodes. And until next time, thanks y'all for escaping reality with us. Goodbye. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Escaping Reality. We are so grateful to have you all in our podcast fam. If you liked this episode, make sure you are subscribed and give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow for new episode notifications. We love interacting with you and want to hear your take on each episode as you watch. Slide into those DMs at Escaping Reality Pod on Instagram or tweet us your feels at, at ESC Reality Pod on Twitter. Go ahead and hit us up. We're excited to finally watch a show in real time with y'all and can't wait to go on this RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under journey with you. Make sure you follow us on social media to see how you can interact with us about the show and your favorite queens and looks. We have lots of fun episodes planned, so stay tuned for all your Survivor and RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under content. Thanks for listening, and thanks for escaping reality with us. Bye.